0: You just took our only formula for super strength.
1: Everything about you becomes stronger. Oh, I am all powerful. I think it's free in my groin. Do chicks have groins?
2: Garbage in, garbage out. Hey everyone. Welcome to Garbage In, Garbage Out. I'm your host Kelton, and joining me this week is my other co-host, Grift, as always. How is it going, sir?
0: Um, I'm do I'm um, it's going well over here. How's it going with you?
2: Uh, you know, can't complain too much. I mean, we watched this movie, so I guess I have a little bit to complain about, but uh, you know, that that's for a little bit later on in the episode. More importantly, though, we have a guest this week. It's Ruby from Twitter. How is it going?
3: Hi, it's going good. It's going good being, you know, over in, in from Twitter. It's
1: great.
0: <laughs> that non-hellscape. Yeah, it's all totally fine and totally normal over here. It's great. It's a great platform for uh, bullying your way onto podcasts. That's right. <laughs> it
3: is. It is. It's the best way. It is the only place where, okay, not probably not the only place, but the harassment is is a good thing and it gets you what you want obviously <laughs> the
2: fact though that uh, you know you in- took a photo of yourself with my dogs saying that if i want them back to get you on the podcast that was a bold move yeah you know i, I had, had to, to take, respect it i had
3: to take some time off work and do a little research and get some you know travel tickets but I made it work <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean like Ch- Chad Bernie all taught us that the more people you harass online the better the primary results are going to be exactly so, that's exactly
3: why I have them hanging up above my computer <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it ends up definitely working out in the long run right yeah, doesn't at all yeah. uh, end in like this embittered disappointment <laughs> that furthers the black pill
0: uh, <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> not at all not I was like moving uh, or like last last weekend and I f- like I found a a box that um bernie um uh um that that Bernie Rage Against the Machine poster, and oh. it was it was sort of like semi crumpled, <laughs> and it probably like, I was just like fuck it and threw it away. Oh wow! <laughs> like, oh man! Like the the I one the fucking... one that you got for like like in the mail for donating any amount that they would send you, and like yeah, that they uh, sent you
2: like four months after the fact. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have two equally sad mementos. I have on my car a sticker that says President Sanders. Ugh. And I still have it on there. And I refuse to take it off out of principle. And like a little while ago, me and uh, my wife were swapping out, like pulling out old clothes that didn't fit our kids anymore. And we had a onesie for my daughter that has Bernie 2020 on it. And we were like, oh, look at how cute. Uh, Let's go. And now I'm just... (sighs) Uh, it hurts. It's the same pain that I'm going to feel when she leaves the house at 18.
2: <laughs> oh, it's going to be like 23. Come on now. In
3: today's economy. Hey, okay. Mate. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I have a, I have a Bernie sticker on my car too, but it doesn't say president Bernie on it. Like that's, yeah. that's just like driving <laughs> your L's around town. <laughs> yeah, it, was <laughs> probably, yeah.
3: it was, you know, looking back, you know, hindsight, and speaking, of, I don't own this one, but I do remember it. Uh, speaking of hindsight, after like after he lost the primary in twenty sixteen, I went to one of his rallies or something. I think it was after he lost, and there was a guy selling hindsight is twenty twenty shirts Oof. outside, and I was like, now I'm like, man, that really fucking sucks. yeah, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. yeah. that does not age well. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: uh it's a lesson learned though you know uh it's better to age poorly than i guess to be forgotten completely so
3: friendship ended with electoralism etc cetera, etc cetera.
0: yeah honestly I, I can't see myself standing another politician unless no unless it's someone, un- unless it's someone who's talking some straight up like yo when i get in office i'm gonna send everyone twenty thousand dollars like immediately type Fuck shit yeah, man. Just like, whatever. like 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 come on as like,
3: long as can- it's not some fucking goof like andrew yang I can't stand uh,
0: that shit. Oh no, fuck that guy. Southern's off about that guy. <laughs> yeah.
3: He gave away
2: his dog, and then he still sees it like it's a <laughs> yeah. it's a child support payment. What the fuck?
0: And then like people with like blue caps and dimensions will come in. Will be will be like he he was just uh, sharing a human moment uh ab- ab- about his dog it's like no you you're on the campaign trail and you t- said that you gave away your dog <laughs> like and apparently it was like a, apparently some, someone i don't know whether this is confirmed but someone said on twitter i saw someone reply that it was a hypoallergenic breed
1: <laughs> <of dog>. <laughs> <laughs> so, like,
2: it didn't I, test well To be an Asian guy with a dog. There were too many harassing comments. Oh,
1: no.
3: Oh, no. We don't need that anti-Asian hate here. Yeah, exactly. You can't start passing that around. You can't start instigating that. Yeah, Yeah, I I would like that. that In honor of anti-Asian
2: hate, Giga will be covering Mortal Kombat (laughs) later on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, didn't people get those jokes out of their system when Obama was president? <laughs> not quite, not
2: quite. You know, we gotta we gotta keep upping the ante just a little bit, Grift. Otherwise, you know, uh, the neoliberalism will settle in. And then we'll have to, you know, fall into this world of bizarre superhero comedies, which doesn't seem like a, any fun whatsoever. Fucking great segue. That's awesome. Let's Thank go. You. Thank you. Professionalism in <laughs> broadcasting. That's what I try and do, you know. Uh, this week, we're talking about Thunder Force, the uh, Octavia Spencer and Melissa McCarthy vehicle. Uh, two, two women, two very talented actresses. Just uh not a great movie in my mind but let, let, let me uh, take it here to the panel. What did y'all think about it?
0: I'm, I'm just repulsed with the raw chicken <laughs> like one of one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen depicted on screen and and then it was included in like what was supposed to be the emotional crux of like the happy ending. I they
3: put it in there like five fucking times. Why? I I
0: could I held off on watching this movie and like I watched the last like hour like right before we recorded just cuz I like tried to put in a little bit last night couldn't do it. Um couldn't couldn't make it very far. Uh spent most of the thing on my phone. So just <laughs> uh, no, no, I I consider my time more valuable than this movie. That, that's, like, true. This, like, that's true. That's <laughs> true.
2: Like just, I. I uh, that's how the review goes. So it's not even worth it if you're gonna be on your phone
3: during it. Every time a scene changed, I had a list of fucking things that pissed me off. <laughs> Every from one to the other, like I I mentioned already, but I fuck, um, I was fucking like keeping notes, but I kind of just wrote them like I jotted down my exact thought that I, that I had in my head at the moment, everything unintentionally. Cause I didn't, I did not realize this until I went to look back. Every single one ends with either fuck you or fuck off. It <laughs> fucking pissed me off. Every stupid thing in this movie. It's just, there's nothing. There was like, I'll save it for one where I guess I don't fucking know. If spoilers matter for something so worthless, but like it's, there's like two, there's like one re- recurring gag that made me laugh every time and then like two of the jokes landed and everything else was just a waste of my time
2: well you know um i'm not gonna hold it against you that you laughed at, at this movie um it, it's okay
0: <laughs> we all have our faults and
3: i did every time i laughed they got pissed off and i yelled no i i, I can't fucking
0: laugh at this on, i can't let myself on, on some degree you have to respect the grift of melissa mccarthy getting netflix to finance uh a um, her getting to play act being a white savior uh, directed by her husband. It,
2: it's it's a true <laughs> it's a true grift at this point. Although I, I, with the way Netflix is just shoveling money to any big name who decides to make a movie with them, it doesn't even really seem like a grift anymore. As much as like this is just a retirement plan. It's like, oh man, I want to make sure my daughters can afford to go to Dartmouth. Okay, well, let me do this Netflix movie real quick, shit it out, and congratulations, we're now set. Wonderful. Uh, it's it's just a, a, a wet flop of a film, and overall, you know, uh, critics would give this movie like a three and a half out of 10 and then audiences were kind of in that same boat. So we're going to do our actual like reviews of this uh, a little later, but uh, are y'all familiar at all with any of the background either with this movie or with uh, Melissa McCarthy and her husband, Ben Falcone's reign of terror? No. Well then <laughs> I like, I've only just recently
3: been made aware of the whole fucking thing with Ben Falcone. Well, buckle up, buckaroos.
2: That, that's, that's all like, I
3: get. All I know is the f- is the fucking freak you like retweeted. Let's go. Who was, like, don't harass her husband because he's a fucking freak. All right. Or like whatever. And to fuck. be fair, I
2: I don't want any of that slander. I did not retweet that freak. Okay. I had screenshots. Hey, uh, okay. Cool. Oh,
3: that's
0: screenshots. Right, that's okay, right. Okay.
2: I'm not gonna give any clout out, to that I find fucking you. freak show of a human being. <laughs> God damn No
0: free clout zone.
2: <laughs> yeah. So okay. Let me let me tell y'all a little bit about uh, what went down on the the production side of things in 2019 Netflix decided to go ahead and green light this movie it's of course starring Melissa McCarthy and it's mostly meant for her and then uh, uh, <laughs> Octavia Spencer they've known each other for like 20 plus years since McCarthy was in the groundlings which is an LA based improv group that Octavia Spencer when she would get off work or uh, failed auditions or whatever she would go watch their show so that's like how they got to know each other and then when they both had their big blow-ups in 2012 with uh, Spencer being in The Help where she won an Oscar and then McCarthy being in Bridesmaids, which really kind of put her in the stratosphere instead of being, oh, she was on, uh, uh, what? what is it, uh, uh, Gilmore Girls, right? I mean, that, that's kind of what she was known as before, so... They both became big names at roughly the same time. They hadn't really gotten a chance to work with each other. They decided that they would make a movie together, and it's going to be directed by her husband, which uh, Ben Falcone... You might think that that would be an enjoyable time. It's couples spending time together. Seems like it would be kind of fun on set. Let me, let me describe what exactly I believe Ben Falcone's trajectory is. So we're going to go into the year of our lore, 2014. A movie called Tammy comes out. It's not very well received. However, it was made on like a $15 million budget and brought $100 million in. So roughly $70 million in profit and it Damn. was directed by uh, Ben Falcone and it was produced by Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. So... Pretty great start so far to his directing career. Mm -hmm. Then he directs another movie, also starring his wife, that's called The Boss, and it made about $79 million at the box office, had a much higher operating budget, though, so it only made about $10 million. It was again produced by Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. The reason I'm mentioning this is that uh, the Gary Sanchez production company kind of has an established brand, has an established fan base. And so when they're willing to put in the effort and the word of mouth, that's going to put people in the seats to go ahead and actually want to watch Mm. this movie. Right. Uh, then we go into the, a movie called Life of the Party, in which uh, it made $65 million, basically broke even with the production budget. And that is when Ben Falcone and Melissa McCarthy decide that they are going to really focus on being a solo production team. They're going to be a husband and wife duo ruling Hollywood with an iron fist, or at least that's going to be their goal. And so Falcone <laughs> decides to be a producer, not a director of the next movie called happy time murders that made only $27 million at the box office, which I mean, whatever, if it's a small budget, however, it wasn't, it was a basic loss to the studio of over $50 million. Yikes. So that kind of uh <laughs> got him on the, the shit list real fast. And then um, there was a film called Super Intelligence that was going to be in theaters at Christmas time that then got moved to Thanksgiving that then got moved to uh, streaming only, uh, at least (coughs) domestically. And that movie only made about $4 million globally and so again we're going 100 million 79 65 27 four and then thunder Force comes out and it's only streaming
0: you can see the real trajectory are, yeah. are all these yeah. ratings here out of 10 out of 10 So yeah my my man has not broken 4.6 that that is uh, right that's right well it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just I love I love, I love yeah, loss dude. unknown it's <laughs> just like <laughs> we're not even gonna try to try to uh, like quantify this this uh this accounting error that this film is on our media companies like well, <laughs> balance I mean, sheet it, it,
2: it's insane because uh they, they jump ship basically because they were among like the warner bros uh and universal crowd of actual studios and then as they've gained more production power and more directing power they've lost more money and now they're going to the world of streaming which is just insane to me. And it shows that streaming is kind of a scam if you're trying to make legitimate money off of it from like a a brass tax point of view.
3: And that Uh, it's not taken seriously yet. Like it's mm -hmm. still not taken, despite the desperate attempts to put out like, Oscar bait from streaming services, a lot of them still aren't taken seriously. It's still a just big running fucking joke that Netflix will just give you a check if you have a somewhat recognizable name and just
2: give you whatever you want. That's so
0: true. It it, it like cheapens the mystique of it. Like, cause you know, you know how like, like when you're like in an album cover very much influences your like mental impression of like the album when you think of it, mm-hmm. like it's like the streaming service that mm-hmm. something comes out on or the platform, the media platform that is disseminated on like theaters versus streaming or if it's a show or whatever on what network that influences like how it's perceived. And like Netflix has this, uh, I, I like whenever, whenever I hear like, Oh, it's a Netflix original. It's like, okay, it's going to be either like a, uh, slickly produced, but, but cheaply budgeted, uh, uh, true crime, uh, show (laughs) or like, or, 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 or or like a TV movie basically.
3: And it's like, that used to be different, at least for me. Right. Because when Netflix first started to push into originals and put a lot of focus on originals because they were losing everything to, you know, everybody starting their own fucking service, they I remember a point where Netflix original was like, "Oh, this is going to be good." That's because they were
2: using an algorithm. Like, they they though, put out Ruby. like they literally yeah. went, "What is our most popular actor according to the data we've gotten?" Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah. Who is our most popular director based on the data that we have? david fincher fantastic david fincher will make a kevin spacey tv show what can we do yeah i guess and and,
0: like another dimension to that was like a political thriller Yes, like like a political thriller starring kevin spacey directed by david fincher was like what their yeah what 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 their internal data showed and like 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 you were saying it did hold more like uh when you heard something was coming out on Netflix in that era, it was they released uh, fewer shows, so and with higher quality. Yeah. But they but given the model that they've had to follow in terms of like just continuously pumping out content to keep up with people withdrawing their content from their from their service, like they've just had to you know like lower the bar so much and and dilute the brand.
3: And in that sense, big win for them. They got all of Sony's movies in the future recently
2: congratulations sony we're definitely not going to be selling all of our movies to disney soon that's right <laughs> sony
3: yeah right like it's like it's so embarrassing they're they're the mo- at least in a sense that like sony at least as far as i can tell is the production like the movie company their movie arm or whatever even normies know what a shit show that is like people are aware that it's uh, that it's they've got that they're just fucking everything up. That they have a ton of internal issues. Like a lot of people that I wouldn't expect to know that kind of thing or be in on the loop on that kind of thing, are aware of that. And it's like that's embarrassing. The only fucking person they got to stay with sony uh you know because everybody else is just doing their it's own it's like thing.
0: how normies knew that like mgm was a disaster for a while <laughs> like it, it was like it, like like, like when, a, when a studio hits that bad of a string of of money losers like it becomes not like it's it sort of gets outside of the the uh more niche spaces that like oh like oh it's coming out with like movies from this company like oh they're 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 on the ropes right now <laughs> like
3: <laughs> it's like the equivalent of netflix announcing that they exclusive, they get exclusive streaming rights to m night Shyamalan's future yeah. movies <laughs> like it's the same kind of grab you know it's like look at how proud we are we get we are the home of shit of original shit and third-party shit isn't that great like I don't know I wouldn't I wouldn't be announcing that I guess. Well, well I guess the Sony thing was because they're getting Spider-Man.
0: Yeah yeah. And like
2: S- people Spider-Man like Spider-Man and Venom 2 so. and that Morbius movie yeah, no, with Jared Leto. Literally
0: all the an- <laughs> watch, watch them
3: <laughs> all yeah. the announcements were just Sony gets ex- or Netflix gets exclusive streaming rights to future Spider-Man movies and the other stuff. Yeah it's, it, like, it's not even it's like so it's going to come out
2: in Theater is the same day that it hits Netflix. They're just talking no, about. No, no, It's just whenever
3: it would have gotten to streaming, exactly. it'll go to so Netflix. So
2: roughly it's six hilarious. months after it hits theaters, basically once everyone has yeah. already pirated it.
3: Yeah, and like in in my in my case, I I have Netflix because it's on my phone bill included mm-hmm. for free. I would not have it otherwise. I absolutely would not have it. It's not worth it. I I haven't wanted to get HBO Max because it's just so expensive but then i was like well i have to see the monkey fight the lizard i can't get it spoiled cuz i had to talk shit cuz i knew i was going to be right
2: about who won when hbo max first came out people were shitting all over it but i was tr- i was trying yeah, to explain was- that like warner bros is actually capable of taking Disney head on in the sense that like, they don't give a shit if yeah. they make money on HBO or not. Cause what they're trying to do is get you to buy internet plans. Yeah. And you know, they, they they're,
3: cause they're fucking owned by AT&T. Exactly. Like,
2: <laughs> exactly. It's,
3: it's all a grift for anyone, by the
2: way, wondering like what sort of awful negotiating Sony really has, uh, when they were negotiating the Spider-Man deal with Disney, uh, they basically said we will let you have the rights to Spider Man, but we'll make money off of the movies. And Disney said, "Fuck you! You're gonna only make half. Also, we're gonna get all of the merchandising rights yeah. to Spider Man." And <laughs> they Sony said, "Okay." Them so
3: bad. <laughs> like, they, like Sony had kind of at least, if you like, I kind of think that um, what the fuck's his name now? I can't think of it. Kevin. The Kevin Feige. Who, yeah, Kevin Feige. Actually, kind of cares about the plot line and connectedness of these movies. He absolutely does, because he's now going to be able to take over Star Wars. So, yeah. And like, I feel like he, there is genuine, you know, care and craft in what he's trying to do with the MCU. And Spider Man was being positioned to be super fucking important. Like, when they introduced him in Civil War and started doing their shit, like, he was set up to be a major. Factor in the kind of overall storyline. So Sony kind of had leverage. They could have been like, no, we'll just take him back. And they threatened to. And then, you know, two months later, they were the fucking, you know, they were the bottom. Like, it's like, no, you're going to do what I say and give me the money for it, bitch. <laughs> like, it's like, they didn't even fucking try. It was literally two months. I was super plugged into the shit because I'm a complete loser, especially with Spider Man. And they, it was like two months from when Sony said, okay, deals or like news came out that the deal was over. And they weren't going to share Spider-Man anymore. Two months later oh, okay, Sony's giving back Spider-Man and they're taking half the movie budget or half the movie revenues, no merchandise revenues, and they're going to like it. Oh, and they like, also
2: have to fully uh, fund the movie. So they have to do yeah, the full I operation fucking... <laughs> budget.
1: <laughs>
0: what the fuck so, kind of deal is that? Like, so, oh so what you're saying is they negotiate like Democrats. Yeah,
2: no, that that's exactly right. <laughs> uh, Disney really does kind of have that like bizarre neocon uh, debate style where it's like, no, fuck you. Well, fine, I'll meet you halfway. No, you're going to meet me three quarters of the way. Fine. Okay. No, you're going to meet me the full way. God damn it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> A real three-fifths compromise.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, no, no. See, you could only make that joke if we're talking about Miles Morales' Spider-Man. Not not with uh, Peter Parker. Come on
1: now. <laughs> no,
3: right. Yeah, they get, they get the whole pie on that one, I guess. <laughs> Until, you know... MCU puts miles in because they've already name dropped him anyway. That's exactly right. And then it's going to be a real compromise, you know, except it's just, you know, it's, they're going to, they're (laughs) going to fucking end up just selling Spider-Man back. Like that's what they're going to end up doing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, uh, you know, I don't mean to make like DC fans, become absolutely afraid but uh the reason Warner Bros is trying to make DC movies work is because if DC movies are not profitable AT&T will cut that severed yeah. limb <laughs> off they will prune it off the <laughs> vine and Disney will buy DC because who wouldn't want to see Spider
3: uh, Spider-Man versus they Superman they will fucking let them do yeah. it like there's going to be no no fucking give and take there's going to be no kind of attempt to slow down Disney from acquiring like the MCU is easily one of their biggest properties. Right. And like, like far and away, one of their biggest properties and biggest kind of just IPs and everybody, everybody will know, Hmm, maybe you shouldn't also own the only real competition to Marvel as a brand. Maybe you shouldn't own that. And then they're just going to own it. And they're like, okay, at least they get a good, Good air quotes fucking Justice League movie now, or whatever. Yeah,
1: uh,
2: yeah, definitely something to look forward to. Uh huh.
0: <laughs> imagine if what sparked like, uh, like, like generationally transformative, uh, anti trademark legislation, or like, no, no, like, 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 anti, anti, like, monopolistic, like, mon- yep, like, like, yep. like, monopoly competition, <laughs> like, like, around like the, the DC and Marvel trademarks, like, being owned by the same company. Like, <laughs> imagine if that's. How, like, history turns. Chris, that is going to be what (laughs) happens,
2: though. It's going to be Southwestern (laughs) Bell, but for comic book shit, because that's the only stuff that makes money. It's
3: always stupid fucking shit that doesn't fucking matter that ever <laughs> yeah. makes anything happen here. I fucking hate it. It pisses
2: me <laughs> off. Well, I guess if we're going to be, you know, continuing the trend of talking about things that are stupid and fucking shit and you hate them, we might as well mm-hmm. actually talk about the plot of Thunder Force, right?
0: Yeah, maybe
2: that's, yeah,
0: good idea. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, Dread, all right, Dreading so, every aspect. Listen, listen. Yeah, obviously,
2: you know, we're going to be diving into some spoilers here. The movie isn't that good, nor is it necessarily that complicated i've got plenty (laughs) of shit to talk don't worry good good because uh in the year of our lord 1983 a cosmic ray turned sociopaths and criminals all over the world into lethal villains
3: wielding deadly superhero-like powers i will immediately stop you i i immediately thought it was really fucking weird that they specified people with a genetic disposition to be sociopaths that's right Yeah. What the fuck is that? This is a 1993 crime
0: bill type shit. There's a lot of race (laughs) science in this movie.
3: Like, (laughs) it was was an immediate red flag. I'll say, oh, okay. All right. I guess that's the. You could literally come up with fucking anything else to explain why only. Bad people get superpowers, not to fucking mention that half the time bad people is poor people. Like I, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just start right there. Fucking Melissa McCarthy, I hate this fucking trope. You haven't gotten there yet, but you will. So <laughs> this fucking trope of the two friends who grow estranged, and then the loser is fucking fat and poor and works in construction and is a slob, and the good one who's smart is a fucking bajillionaire. But fucking she is does, fat and a black woman,
2: problem. Ruby. Yeah, man. That's diversity.
0: I don't fuck you. I don't care. Like, give me a fucking break. It, that's exactly what it is, but like, fuck off. And like, Anne Melissa McCarthy gets to have her, like, white savior narrative where yeah, she gets Yeah, because then to just, she has to fucking
3: yeah. save... They... they yeah, f- she fucking, just shave
0: her ass every fucking they time they do the classism
3: like, and they're like look don't be mad we're racially empowering someone until you know she needs to be saved by her white best friend anyway yeah
2: yeah the the black super scientist somehow doesn't know how the power she genetically engineered actually work <laughs> yeah uh-huh yeah it's that, great great, great. um so th- these villains, though, that happen in-, in 1983, they're called miscreants, which is probably an all-time <laughs> bad name yeah, for what the villains.
3: Fuck? Oh, my God. That's another one.
2: It- it's right up there with, like, deplorables. It's like, why, why is this the word that we're they using? They
3: fucking called them miscreants. I'm like, dude, did some fucking... Like what the fuck is that? Did a Vulcan name these fucking things? Yeah. Like what the fuck? Hmm, miscreants. What the it's fuck like, is that?
0: It,
2: it's it's because they couldn't use the word undesirables, you know? Like They oh should have
3: used yeah. in humans.
1: That's just as that's just as worthwhile. Mumpin' proles. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Oh God. It, it is wild though. But, uh, yeah, as Ruby was alluding to, uh, Lydia played by Melissa McCarthy and Emily played by Octavia Spencer, are best friends in elementary school who become estranged through high school. And then we flash forward to the present day and it's, it's very paint by numbers. It was interesting that the, uh, that Melissa McCarthy's kids Played both elementary aged Melissa McCarthy oh. as well as high school aged Melissa no, McCarthy. No wonder she
3: looks so much like her. I hated her, by the way. I, I could I, not fucking stand that little kid. I wanted I to could, punch her I in could the face. I could care
2: less, really. Like I was not offended, but like as a general rule, in my opinion, I'm like these are child actors. They didn't ask for this, especially if you're yeah. the kid of one of the stars. Oh of yeah, the movie. real fucking like,
3: real Jaden Smith energy yeah, on that just, shit. Like I, I hope you're same. okay.
2: You know, enjoy your you know. Uh, independence and inevitable breakdown at some point. Like, I'll we'll check back back in on you when you are like twenty six and see and it's what, like the what's same,
3: going on. I, I noticed, like, at least I don't know if this is a fucking trend or whatever. I am I am I am putting it out there. Famous people who famous actors who push their kids into acting, they all have the same kind of terrible dialogue delivery. Like every time Melissa McCarthy's kids spoke, I I thought of like Jaden Smith in After Earth or something like that like it's like the, they're so i know she's just a kid or whatever but like that, uh, and also it kind of carried <laughs> over into the adults too all the dialogue delivery was fucking terrible
2: Sure, sure. I, I mean again, like this movie is bad across the board. I'm I'm not gonna go with in the yeah, kids yeah. who set the mode <laughs> yeah. in the wrong way.
3: Uh, I would
2: have been salvageable if not for those little bitches. <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> I just really didn't like her, okay? I? <laughs> I get it, I get it. So uh
2: in the present day in Chicago, because they're never gonna let us fucking forget that it's Chicago, the <laughs> Bears, the Bulls, Super Bowl shuffle <laughs> references. God damn. Oh, um, it, it's so bad, but anyway, uh, Lydia works as a forklift operator. Emily has become like a uh, top geneticist, scientist, something like that. Geneticist. Cause that's yeah, what her parents CEO were. CEO of her or... own company, which,
0: you know, uh, she, she got a PhD in race science. Let's be real. <laughs> like. it, I, I
2: did though. Want to specifically talk to, uh, uh and ask grift about this uh, as well as you Ruby, because I feel like this movie is propaganda in its own way of making you believe that an orphaned young black woman could rise and become the founder, CEO, main operator of a trillion dollar company. Yeah, fuck uh, off. In one one generation.
0: No, no, you're you're not starting twenty three and me like when yeah. when you come from those circumstances like i'm i'm sorry that is, that is not the the lived experience of the only thing uh, that makes yeah. sense is if
2: like reparations also occurred some point between high school and the present day in so, this. Universe.
3: So are, you, are you kidding so, me with the fucking miscreants yeah. running around? Poor neighborhoods are going to be torn to shit way worse. <laughs> a bunch of fucking sociopaths with superpowers are going to tear those fucking places to shreds. And then the government won't care. Like it's even less likely that she's fucking doing this in
2: this universe. Really. <laughs> it, yeah, it's also it's, uh, it's- like in terms of weird, how the timeline works later on, there's a, a needle drop of kiss from a rose which is just I mean, we'll we'll get into it later. But that was a movie from Batman, uh, like one of the Batman sequels, which means that Batman exists in this world. But if the miscreants came out in 1983, Batman 89 is the first one, meaning miscreants have been around and superpowered villains for six years. And someone was like, no, we still need to make a Batman movie. So we can get (laughs) kiss from a rose going on. Like, what the fuck?
0: Uh, yeah, are we asking a superhero uh, canon to make sense? Yes, that, that's, that's, <laughs>
2: I, I just want like the bare minimum here. But yeah, you know, as with many other things, I'm going to be disappointed by this movie. So, um, well, yeah, it's
3: like a lot of things in this movie would make me angrier if it was like a property I cared about. Mm-hmm. but like you know it's like I don't give a fuck if Melissa McCarthy's fucking superhero movie is consistent
0: I guess yeah literally the only str- like super strong reaction I felt was just disgust at the, the raw chicken like I just d- yeah. it's, 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 it's stuck with me I can't it's I oh my god like, can't let it go
2: never let it go
0: oh my god just, uh, just do you the, think they the, actually the ate it that. like was that a thing no it, it was
2: pears. It? it was pears with food oh, coloring that's what they do yeah. They
3: they need to like, pull a DiCaprio uh, and eat like an actual raw fucking like liver or whatever. That's how you get an Oscar for this if that's real raw
0: chicken. She was so into it too like you like it was her like like
3: recurring oh, she fucking set loved piece piece it. She was joke. like this she is she loved gonna that be shit. Yeah. Everyone's going to love this. Everyone's going to clap. Everyone's going to think I'm so fucking funny I'm the fat slob eating fucking raw chicken.
0: Fuck off. It's like off. no, that's not fun. Like like just be just outright being a slob with there's just that's it. There's no like I hate other nuance to it it's not funny that's a fucking running
3: gag in yeah, movies yeah. like this like bad oh comedies God. just being a fucking slob is not funny but it, no, it's always it just, treated like it's hilarious why do we think that Melissa McCarthy
2: like enjoys because I mean she produced this and stuff yeah. so she had obviously a lot of creative control especially with her husband being the director but she still wanted to go for the lowbrow style humor jokes um, which I mean Adam Sandler does it and so I understand that you know that, that that type of humor he, is possible. But he's possible. actually a
0: good writer. Yeah. yeah. And, well, and Adam I mean, that, Sandler that's what gives I was
2: us, going to say. Adam
3: Sandler gives us like Uncut Gems performances every once in a while, you know?
2: Okay. Like, well, Can can You Ever Forgive Me is a wonderful film if no one's actually seen it. I, I highly recommend that. that. It's uh, Melissa McCarthy actually giving
3: a shit in the middle of uh, the these box office bombs. That's so. also like a running thing that actors actors that appear uh, or like maybe I don't know again maybe I'm like reading into it but I've noticed a lot of actors fucking do that they just pump out shit to get some money, and then they every once in a while they put out something really good. Fucking paychecks. Like, Why don't you, know? you
0: do this? You fucking have no haven't, integrity. Having you want, having you watched Entourage, you gotta pay those bills. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay for the house. Think you gotta I pay might for need the car. To jerk it
3: before we even get there, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking classic. I'm gonna put that shit up next to yeah. my chapter. well. We're, we're oh not even God. like
2: through the full setup of the movie here. It's like the so the, the, the first system. act takes like 40 minutes to get through it does holy
3: shit it's uh, so fucking slow so so
2: Melissa McCarthy uh, I'm sorry so Octavia Spencer doesn't show up at the high school reunion and so Melissa McCarthy's mad she then goes to Octavia Spencer's offices and introduces herself as the estranged best friend which sure why the fuck not and there's supposed to be a funny scene where security is just doing their job Really? And we're not supposed to be on their side? I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how that operates. But long story short, uh, Melissa McCarthy is introduced to Octavia Spencer. She's told to wait still, but wouldn't you know it? She doesn't wait still, does she? Says she you know, lays out on a chair, I think, right? The,
3: she just yeah, fucks she, up her no, house, she's standing like. in the fucking... Okay, so when she first meets her, she's in like kind of a normal room. And she does her whole spiel. And then Octavia Spencer walks out. She she says something to the kid to get him to leave. That was one of the jokes that made me laugh. And I don't remember it anymore. And then she, it's like fucking beat for beat. Exactly what you think. Hey, don't touch anything. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to start touching things. And she just starts poking shit like a two-year-old. Like, she, but then there's a massive dark room attached to this room. whatever that she's in that's obviously the don't go in here room and she's like hmm i'm gonna go in here I'm going to touch this. Oh, this spins. Oh, I'm in the chair. Oh, I got stabbed in the fucking face. Like, it's so stupid. Yeah, they, yeah, and like, what is this chair? Is this chair fucking like weight activated? As soon as you sense it, someone in the seat, you have to give them the superpower stab in the face. Why the <laughs> fuck did it go off? I don't I hate It's, this it's so humor
0: much. for fucking babies. They think we're babies. Like anyone consuming this is a baby and we're made babies um, by having done it. Um, oh, I, I, hate, I, like I hate to
2: say that I have to push back a little bit. It's even worse. Because the the old (laughs) adage is that you look at the age of the main characters of a movie to figure out what the target demo is. Then you look and see if there's any kid characters in it because that is supposed to exhibit what the secondary demo is. And so we are looking for like wine moms who are approximately 50 years old and trying to connect to their 13, 14 year old kids.
0: Oh my god. So fucking (laughs) bleak.
3: The fucking tagline for the fucking movie in the stupid Twitter ad that I I saw is you can't stop two women in their 40s. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I will punch a woman in her 40s in the fucking face. Shut I'm, the I'm, fuck up. I hate <laughs> it. I fucking can't stand it. It's such a stupid fucking like I hate movies made for that fucking demo. I I, I mean, because I'm not that demo, I guess, but like <laughs> you fucking god, I hate white well, wine I, moms and yeah. they both fucking act like white wine moms I just want them to die you
2: hate the future that's in store for you that uh-huh. someday you're going to turn on the movie and go wow I thought that was going to be awful I actually kind of liked it no and that's, don't say that's that when the I'm turn not going fucking wine
1: yes. mom <laughs>
2: Oh, God. <laughs> That's when you're watching and you're like, oh, yeah, that Fortnite scene at like one I fucking
3: frame wrote per that down. I fucking wrote that. <laughs> she fucking did Fortnite. How many fucking movies? Okay, I, I have to know now because when fucking Endgame put fucking Fortnite gameplay in the fucking movie, apparently, according to the Russos, they asked Epic to do that. Epic did not ask them. They said, can we put Fortnite in the movie? like gameplay and they were like sure why would we say no did they did they do that i mean i imagine and i guess epic doesn't care because they're like yeah you can put our slop in your slop whatever yeah i she mean hello, hello. flosses <laughs> in this fucking movie that
2: the, the no she doesn't actually floss i no, I, I
3: saw I, her floss no you, we saw her from the
2: top down. up floss. We we did not see her actually use her arms and try to floss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They cut
1: her
2: her off. She could not floss. I don't think she could do the dance. No, I don't think so. so They just had her wave her arms around again, like like a toddler who's trying to imitate how to floss. It's it's real bad. It's real bad. But uh we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. So Melissa McCarthy has been injected with a super serum and uh Found out, wow, this is actually the super strength super serum. So, Octavia Spencer says you have to stay here in the lab and we're going to go through uh, like the most painful fucking training montage over the next oh, 20 God. minutes of pump and pump exposition. Like, just
3: in. as a side note to complain about the nothingness that is the universe and the plot of this movie. Why? Okay, so it took them forever to come up with the super strength juice. Yep. But it. I can't imagine it actually took them forever to make it just to figure out how to make it. That so is correct. why don't you just fucking make more? Yeah. What not you, you, you burn all your notes? Fucking like, make more. Yeah. Like, okay, we did it. Throw this out. I never want to see it again. We're done.
0: Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I don't fucking get it.
1: It's so stupid.
0: They think you're so fucking stupid or they don't care. No, they, they, they really don't. don't, don't. They, they, don't they
2: literally put in lines like that so we they can yada yada. It's, well, why don't they make more? Uh, we'll just say it takes like five years to make a vial. Sure, I guess. Okay, whatever. Fine. So um, Melissa McCarthy is training and is like getting stronger with every injection. And then there's a little bit about how Octavia Spencer's invisibility comes via pills and so she just takes like one pill a day or whatever And yes.
3: ding that's another one that made ding, me laugh yeah. when she took the pill and she goes it's just a pill she goes it's a big pill and I don't know that made me laugh okay that's it that's it's, it's like happening
2: that. Grift it's happening do you see that what? No, oh. shut the
1: fuck
3: up. It's, I take <laughs> pills and big pills are hard to swallow. Wow,
2: so it's relatable, huh? Shut the uh, fuck the woman, up. The, the no. pills are big. <laughs> it's so well,
0: nice.
1: I mean, like,
2: what, what, what else are wine no. moms
0: kind of known for is like oh. pill popping a little bit. Like, I mean, there the, like there was a reason on that uh, Nira Tanden hat I put out. I had a little, little uh, iPhone. I had a wine glass and a pill bottle. <laughs> I thought it was stealing. just because
3: she's a junkie or something thing man i don't know well, it's not,
0: i don't take uh, I don't think <laughs> no i, I I'm, I'm just saying that like uh yeah yeah, yeah pill popping pills definitely fits within the wine mom i don't even
3: like Ad, wine. like
0: like like uh demographic <laughs> oh i'm not saying you are. I'm, I'm not like telling, the other wine yeah. moms
2: i'm a cool yeah. wine mom
1: because
2: no, no, i don't no, like mom. wine yeah i get it i get it it's okay it's okay uh we'll we'll, we'll track your progress we'll have you on again <laughs> some point in the future and uh, we'll see what happens. uh,
3: If if you have me on for some fucking wine mom movie again, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to (laughs)
1: actually
2: take your dogs. Uh, You know, for whatever reason, we're thinking about later on a few months from now, we're going to cover Magnolia with Tom (laughs) Cruise. Would you like to be on for that? Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, Well, as painful as that idea might be, it still wasn't as painful to me as that excruciating scene where Melissa McCarthy is trying to make a reference to a Jodie Foster movie called Nell. Is, is she?
3: No, because she, she starts with Steve Urkel. That's right. And that's, that's what I wrote us. down. That's fucking God. What the sat fuck on was that? For like for so long. That, that I'm was my Steve
2: wife Urkel. is so funny. She's doing improv right now. Let me put all of that into the movie. Holy shit. That was, what
0: the fuck was that scene? It, it's like,
2: it's I, awful, is what it is. How
0: do you write that, produce that, release that, quality check it, uh, 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 focus group check it, whatever the nope, fuck? Nope, nope. How those do, those how does last two that steps definitely through? didn't happen. Uh, did it, did, didn't happen? Yeah. I mean, these these things are kind of like, I guess they're focus grouped in like concept, but then like the actual footage is just like, okay, fuck it. Yeah. I, cool.
2: Again, I know, Griff, that we've talked about it kind of uh, several times, but like. The actual result of the movie coming out doesn't mean anything to Netflix. It is just the hype around the movie coming out. Was then, there even any the, yeah. fucking
3: hype for this movie? Did the, anybody I, care? Uh, there
2: I didn't know it existed for, until. Literally for just like the <laughs> Melissa McCarthy audience. And for that okay, four quadrant yeah, That base. makes sense. Yeah. Like again, we're we're not in that base, so it doesn't really make a lot of difference to us. But you absolutely know every fucking church group that holds a sleepover is like, hey, yeah, Thunder Force, that's cool. Like I, you know, every single seventh grade after school class is like, Well, this movie will work because it's non offensive to anyone. Like no one's gonna get mad at this movie.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, on. and it and it it's woke because it has a, a strong uh black woman in a leading role even in even, even even though she just gets to play like melissa mccarthy's like token friend who she saves every time yeah even like even even though she is like she is inferior in every like like objective way i guess because like <laughs> e- like 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 sort of professional achievement aside, like she's the fuck, like she just like acts like a total ass the whole movie. Yeah, she's she's a a brilliant scientist
2: woman. But then the second she enters Melissa McCarthy's orbit, she just becomes lesser Melissa McCarthy.
3: Yeah, seriously, she's literally just a fucking carbon copy of her, just the same person again. But it's kind of boring (laughs) and has no fun. I can have fun fun
2: too. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Jesus. Um, Okay, well, we, we should focus on the B plot or the, the villain side of things as things are developing in this movie because uh, the mayoral race is heating up. One of the candidates is called The King. It's uh, Bobby Candivale. Uh He's going up against not AOC. Did y'all notice that?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. very much <laughs> yeah. noticed that. It it was it was a, a Cuomo rama Emanuel hybrid, yeah. Versus like, <laughs> like like, yeah. I mean I mean I, like I really AOC did think it was a
2: rama Emanuel yeah. impression, and like Bobby Condivoli and then later Jason Bateman, they are like the MVPs of this movie for me. Like Jason that,
3: Bateman's the crab, right?
2: Yes, yeah. He, yeah. Okay,
3: that's the one. That's the gag that made me laugh every time when he walked sideways with his crab claws when he left I, the scene. Every just, time he did that, that made me laugh. It, it, like they knew
2: what movie they should be in. Not the one that they actually yeah. were in. Yeah, exactly. Like, like just... the the scenes with them felt so radically different.
0: It felt like a different movie. Like the this, the scene with him at the at the dinner table with her. Yeah, like, that like, was
3: a completely different fucking. Just everything about it did not fit in this fucking movie. Like the
2: the banter that exists between Bobby Cannavale and Jason Bateman when they're talking about the various henchmen, like who's died, who's still around. Like that that is the thing that I was like, yeah, this is good. This belongs in like a uh, kickass uh, knockoff yeah. or something. Uh, and uh, man, man, it just made me think about all the ways to just make this movie better. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what, uh, ends up happening in the next scenes here because, uh, the other henchman of Bobby Condivali is, um, is Mantis from guardians of the galaxy. Uh, her, her first name is Palm. I cannot pronounce her last name. It's like, clementief i think i I could be i or rather i know i'm wrong i just don't know by how much so um what did y'all think about laser
3: god laser are you fucking kidding me man (laughs) like maybe if part of the joke was like if i could say confidently that the joke with these names is that they're deliberately boring and bland but that i can't say that like i feel like Nobody did that on purpose. No. They were given these names because they just shout out these names. Like, I like her as Mantis a lot. She's a really fun character, and I think she fits the dynamic of the Guardians really well. Mm-hmm. But this, like, you would think maybe they would play to her strengths in that character somewhat, because it's not that, like, like they have any integrity to avoid just ripping off Mantis anyway. But, like, she, she was just more nothingness in this movie. She was just another... Now, Blank you say nothing. that
2: they're not going to use her to rip anyone off. She has the exact powers of Scarlet Witch from the Avengers No, No, I'm saying
3: base. that they, they don't... It's not like they don't have the integrity to not rip okay, anyone okay. off
2: with her got it i i was about to say come on it's magic hand movement <laughs> yeah, and no, other thing the go thing. boom come on yeah. like, <laughs> they, they, again crab man was the most original idea in this movie yeah. that they had
3: i mean i felt the fucking i got bit on the nutsack was a bit you know much he could have just been bitten by the crab that like i don't know i guess like that that kind of fucking shit humor is so so lazy to me like haha. It's funny because it bit him on the nuts. Okay, isn't that fucking funny, Ruby? Sorry, Ruby, we're talking about myself. lazy
2: humor here. Um, yeah, true. That the uh, the purple Lamborghini, and the oh fucking, man, that struggling to get truly. in and out. Oh fucking, wow! <laughs> when
3: when you when you first told me like this was the movie that was going to be covered, I saw an ad for it like that same day, and it had them trying to get out of the Lamborghini. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, I know what this is. Like I knew when I saw that in the trailer, I knew exactly what the rest of the movie was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I, but personally I made that, scene really funny for myself because I pretended that that was an intentional reference to the hilariously just ridiculous Rick Ross song with Jared Leto's Joker in the music video called Purple Lamborghini that he that, made with that a and I will for Suicide that song. Squad. That, no, that song fucking slaps. song slaps. I love that yeah. song. That, that, that song did not so deserve ridiculous. to be
2: associated with Suicide Squad. That
3: fucking song like that created an in-joke for my fucking friends because the, the guy, one of the guys in the music video, we just call him the gentleman with the stomach. And every time we see a really fat guy, that's what we think of. Like that song (laughs) means something to me. (laughs) so I I took that and I was like, yeah, this, that's what this is. This is the fucking, this is the Joker's purple Lamborghini. It means something. It It can be
2: something. Um, <laughs> Good lord. So uh uh yeah, I mean that the, they tried to get out of a Lamborghini, but wouldn't you know it, they're too fat to get out of. Even though there's obviously enough room. Like Lamborghinis are famous for their doors, which allow so much room to get in and out of. Yes. <laughs> but you know, just whatever. No, yeah, fine. It's leather, squeaking outfits. The outfits smell. Ha ha ha. And the
3: fucking smelly outfits. Shut the fuck up. Why? Why can't you wash it? Do they nowhere in the fucking movie do they tell you that like the Again. suits have some kind of tech or power that means they can't go through a washing machine? Make another one, you stupid fuck. Stop fucking wearing this. God,
0: I hate She's it. She's just obsessed with gross out here. Yeah, like, like it's in a in a bizarre <coughs> way. Like it, it's almost fetishistic. In like the way she's a like she's fixated on hitting every element of like gross out here. where You po- yeah. like you're eating gross shit. You're smelling gross shit. Like you're just yeah, just being just a a, a trash person, like a trash monster who's making everybody's life like she's difficult a trash, around. Man. Like it's so just she, like she, she what throws the- <laughs> trash
1: all over the ring and then she starts <laughs> eating garbage.
2: We finally get like our first quote unquote like action scene that takes place at a gas station and uh, I don't want to spend too much time about on this scene because really it's the only important thing is that you know they meet Crab Man and there's some banter that goes on and Jason Bateman just absolutely steals the scene from them Uh, and you know again highlight of the thing for me Uh, but I wanted to ask y'all have y'all seen Shazam by any chance? No. No, I've not. Okay. I was going to say if you compare like the gas station robbery scene in this movie versus Shazam, it shows like what a difference competent directing can be. Because it's basically the exact same setup.
3: Oh, yeah. No, of- I can I can tell the difference just from that scene in the trailer for Shazam. Because they put little clips of that scene in the trailer. And it's easy to see the difference in someone who gives a shit about the movie they're making.
2: Yeah, it, it just also, <laughs> you know, one is clearly set like in a gas station. The other one is set in a studio somewhere on, uh, in a parking lot. And uh, <laughs> they they don't want to, to highlight that too much. So... Um, anyways, anyways, uh, let's see. Back at headquarters, uh, they all uh, decide to play Fortnite together, and that's kind of where we figure out that the daughter is going to be the deus ex machina of the third act because she's like, "I'm not a nerd. I'm smart. There's a difference." Just like her mom and her mother <sighs> yeah, before. They fucking
3: her. reincorporate that line too. And also, why I don't know. I don't know why this bugged me so much, but like, why was the Fortnite footage on the tablet so laggy? It was so laggy. Like, it was distracting. I'm like, why? What is this? No good internet in this fucking multi fucking trillion dollar building or something? That What's... would
2: have actually been a good bit to have. Like, that but would no, have been it, a it good shit. It wasn't even
3: anything. They just fucking yeah. did it like it was normal yeah. because someone was probably too lazy, fucking pulled up Fortnite mobile on their fucking shit pad and just fucking recorded yeah. some shit or something. They're like, all it's...
2: into Fortnite so much, but they play on their iPads. It's just. <laughs> So fuck sad. off oh my god it really is just like what a 35 year old mom thinks that you know their kids are doing i just hope on they those put ipads
3: melissa mccarthy and octavia spencer's characters in fortnite i want to see that yeah
2: let's do it absolutely <laughs> uh,
3: for travis scott
2: move over it's time for the melissa mccarthy concert <laughs> to take place God.
0: <laughs> oh God. Uh, and it, it's a it's it's a win for body positivity in Fortnite. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh. So then they are attacked by Laser, who uh, just really kind of fucks shit up. The fight ends in a draw. And th- the bad guys are making like a fast getaway, and Melissa McCarthy uh, finally realizes that now is the time for her to throw a bus. And uh, what did we think about this scene? Because I'm gonna kind of want to dig into it a little bit here.
0: Uh, I, just, I, m- I remember she threw a bus, and then there, and then she just doesn't the give f- a shit. All I really She think just that's- doesn't give a sh- like. She is sorry, but she has like no consideration about like the the consequences. She's just like oh whatever like oh Jay, and that was supposed I, I to be
3: funny because she's like, like she's telling her don't throw the fucking bus and she's like i can't hear you i'm literally throwing a bus shut the fuck up what do you mean you're what do you mean you can't hear you like you're not it's not a, it's not loud it's not every well, fucking joke like that had to sit and fester for way too fucking long Every single time Melissa McCarthy does something stupid, it sits and it festers and it makes you really feel how awful the fucking joke is every time. And she does, you know, she's the fucking main funny in the movie and she's doing it every five minutes. It's so annoying. It made the movie feel like three hours longer. It
2: it really is because for anyone who hasn't seen this movie, which is I'm going to assume most of the audience here. (laughs) <laughs> um,
3: like when I talk about the
2: scene where Melissa McCarthy throws a bus, you might imagine the setup that would exist in any, you know, good to mediocre film where like she throws the bus and then she realizes that maybe like she overshot it. So then she has like a look of terror and anxiety on her face, realizing like, oh, it's not going to land where she thinks. And then, you know, it, it kind of like, uh, wings, like a, di- uh, uh, a landmark of some kind, like the bus lands in Wrigley field. Or something, you know, related to Chicago. Yeah, it destroys it some the beam statue or, some or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but that doesn't happen at all. Instead, we're just getting a zoom in on Melissa McCarthy's face as she kind of has like the like, oh, whatever. Oh, I guess I'm sorry. Yeah. And for then
3: the it. forced conflict between the best friends is shoved in where she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't be perfect. I'm sorry. Perfect people don't throw buses. Uh. And she walks off. We don't even see what the bus hit. Until no. like 15 minutes later. Who was
0: in the bus? Was that bus no, no, full of people? They took everybody buses off. Or... She came oh, out okay. and they were like, get off, get off. Okay. I'm going to throw
3: the bus, get off. And they're like, what's happening? She's like, I'm throwing the bus, get off. And then she fucking just chucked it. was like, I'm going to leave. Like, and then that's it.
2: Legitimate question here. And this would be an example of how to fix the movie would be that she tries to throw the bus because surprise, surprise, buses aren't meant to be held right from the middle just whatsoever. Uh, so the bus would actually break in half on either side and yeah. sandwich Melissa McCarthy inside, like some like giant <laughs> that would be tomb. funny, yeah. Yeah, and fucking- it would probably take, if I had to guess, the same fucking CGI budget that it would take for you to try and throw the bus and then show the bus being damaged Speaking and on of fire. CGI blah, budget, blah. yeah.
3: The fucking picture that they used in the news broadcast of what it hit. The f- I could do fucking better Photoshop than that. Give me a fucking break. It was so fucking
2: bad. I mean, like, the, the movie is broken. Like we we all acknowledge yeah. that, but it's also boring, which
3: is almost unforgivable that's, at that's, this point. Yeah, that's the fucking cardinal sin of movies like these. Because bad movies can be really fun, and you can be like, you know, go watch this terrible movie.
0: But boring uh, movies are not. Like, we, we have been in, in, like, the Southland Tales mindset <laughs> since we watched it, so that is exactly, that point hits home so, like, so close to home right now.
2: Like <laughs> And the difference, I mean, I, you know, I'll use Southland Tales as the example here, um, between Southland Tales and something like this, is that in Southland Tales, the director knows how to do a comedy scene, and he knows how to do an action scene. This movie has a director which knows how to do neither, but is trying to make an action comedy. It just does not work at all. Like, that That's what makes it so fundamentally broken is not because of it just being lazy, but because I don't think they know how to make it good. And that is just baffling to me that but they would it's, choose the, it's him so as the clear. director.
3: And it's like, it's super, when you see action, like, or, you know, action. Like, what's in this movie? Mm -hmm. You really appreciate well-directed action because, like, all of the fights, all of the action in this movie was so empty. Like, it felt like a couple film students in a middle school parking lot filming, like, a fight scene, you know? There was... I I wrote... Middle school students would have better needle drops. Yeah, true. You're right. Because they, you know, they get the... They're in the zeitgeist. But, like, fucking at the beginning of the movie, when laser first shows up before you even know she's laser or whatever, Mm -hmm. she drives by Melissa McCarthy pre powers and stuff. And it's the slow-mo. What the fuck as she drives by, I, I, it's like everything about that scene was just kind of a warning of the rest of the movie. It lingered on the joke way too long. Like you could tell Melissa McCarthy didn't actually say fuck when they were filming. She sat on the holding, on the holding of the F because the shot sat on her holding F for way too long. And then the, the CGI of the laser was absolutely terrible. And it was like, ev- everything about that scene just kind of set up the rest of it. It's all so empty. And so like, yeah, it's not funny. It's also not fun to watch them fight. It's not, it's not nothing about it landed except I- for the crap.
2: The, the example I think I want to give for just how recycled everything feels is the actual needle drop of Kiss from a Rose. Because, like, that is a needle drop that got used in the 2015 movie Vacation. But before that, that was used as a needle drop in an episode of It's Always Sunny in 2008. Like, it, like <laughs> that has been around as a joke for, at this point now, 13 years Like, uh, you got to do a little better than that.
3: Yeah, that too. This whole movie feels instantly dated. Like, it's just everything about it is dated too. It feels like it's for old women. (laughs) It it feels like it's made for wine moms. Remember that song that was popular?
2: It was ironic when you were in college, you know, before you met your husband and you decided to not go to grad school, but instead have a couple kids. Yeah. All right. That song. (laughs) Good times. Take another Xanax.
0: Yeah, this is a this is a uh, movie to drink wine and uh, pop a few perks uh, with your daughter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe
2: see if that nineteen year old pool boy is uh, you know down to come over over the weekend
3: at some point. We can ask if any of, of Matt Gates' friends are down to come. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: uh, it's nice to see that this is a movie Matt Gates and his girlfriend can watch at the same time. <laughs>
0: I mean, g- considering that him and his like re- uh, Republic- his, uh House Republican colleagues in like Florida uh, played a Harry Potter themed sex game. Fuck yeah, uh, dude! That's w- where so Florida. They they I would they would get here. like they would get like points for. Uh, like different uh, hooking up with different women, and there and there was one in particular who was apparently the golden snitch. Yeah,
1: uh, because yeah. if you
0: if you bagged her, you won the game.
3: Really
2: missed just, opportunity yeah. to not call it the golden snatch. By the way, but you know whatever.
0: <laughs> the, those guys aren't even that. Yeah, cl- like, they don't. They're not clever. clever. Like, they're fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, It's like
0: just how like like you're 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 posturing to be these like alpha frat bros. You're playing a game like based on Harry Potter. What the fuck, Harry Potter, dude? What, dude? Fucking Harry Potter. What the hell is wrong with you? Like,
1: (laughs) it's a sickness. Yeah, bro.
3: Yeah, bro. Let's go take the fucking Sorting Hat quiz. Come on, bro. Let's do it, bro. I bet you're not a fucking Gryffindor, bro. I am a (laughs) Gryffindor, bro. Come on, let's fucking do it. Put it up. They fucking sit there in their fucking varsity jackets doing the fucking doing the. fucking Pottermore quiz and then when they fucking they're not the house they want they need to go <laughs> toss their varsity jackets and get the right color and they all make fun of and haze the Hufflepuff kid holy shit I fuck why am I a fan of Harry
0: Potter I fucking God. doing doing a drinking game based on like the uh Sporkle quiz to oh, see as no. many <laughs> you enlist as many characters as possible <laughs>
2: See, that that's a much better conversation than actually choosing to continue this movie. But unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. you know, we, we have if to. If we
3: had to watch it, you all have to listen to us talk about it. That's
2: right. That's, that's right. That's the rule. <laughs> you, you few, you noble few, you band of brothers. Um, <laughs> so uh, Lydia, Melissa McCarthy, she uh, flirts with Crab Man off and on. That's when we get to the best scene in, in the movie. And that's the dinner scene, which uh, at least that that's what I think. That yeah, you know, no, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it's the best part of it. it um sure. Jason Bateman again steals the show by pl- being able to play everything completely straight, including trying to pick up a martini with his fucking crab hands. Just <laughs> good, good, good use of comedy there. You know, it's not it's not highbrow, but you're like, this is a good idea. Why not something? No, competent, but what got me least.
3: was the fucking seafood when the guy was like recommending. <laughs> Uh, See, that's actually when I was like,
2: "Okay, all right, this scene's a little too long at this point." (laughs) Like, "Ah, great, okay," (laughs) but uh, yeah. So they're able to then figure out that, uh, as it would turn out, the bad guy is going to blow up a building that's full of his opponents. Uh, supporters because he's mad that he ended up losing the mayoral election he saw inglorious bastards that's what he's doing (laughs) i was watching a good movie and i got this
0: plot idea (laughs) (laughs) i was immersing myself in the toxic bro movie canon and yeah. this, this this. I feel like such shit because
3: people keep posting that joke, and I like like all of those movies. Those are like all my top movies. <laughs> it's the toxic frat bro fucking movie canon. <laughs> it's embarrassing.
2: It's okay, Ruby. You just have you accept what you will become again.
0: <laughs> it, it's, it's okay. It's, it's, oh, it's okay to like good movies. <laughs> like <laughs> no, I know. I'm not like I don't like to feel bad. I just yeah. it's funny because it's like you know it'll
3: come up and I'm like oh mm <laughs> Oh, we're That's not mean. supposed to like? Oh, man. What oh. do I like? Tell me what to like, please. <laughs> I just want some clout. I can't not like what everyone likes.
2: I'm telling you, get on the ground floor. Invest now in Southland Tales. That's, <laughs> that, now is the yes. time. Mold your personality around that movie. You'll be okay.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: because uh, Gigo, we're going to ride Southland Tales all the way to the top. Yeah, and, like, and by we... that, I mean
3: probably a respectable small cult following.
0: I'm going
3: to be it. DMing The Rock, the picture of him in that movie. Every day until he runs for president.
0: <laughs> I mean, you did you did get a get a big retweet from the pod account today. Yeah, yeah.
2: Thank you. Uh, it's nice to know that uh, Will Menekert has uh, acknowledged us at this point in time. Doesn't even know what we are, but you know, I'd like to credit Grift uh, and his connections for po- uh, allowing us to pop up on his feed. So it it was a good time. Good time. Um, <laughs> do y'all do y'all remember how this movie ends? Because. You know, they, they all kind of just fight each other. I, I I hate to make it sound that lamely,
3: but it ends, it actually ends like super abruptly. Like, so they have the fucking fight, which is super like you can see ahead of time that it's revealed that someone betrayed them. They're like, Oh, it's Melissa like, Leo, I think right? I don't I don't know. just the, the CIA the stri- woman. the who, straight woman yeah. not like sexually straight maybe probably, but the you know the straight man character. Uh, oh come A on fucking- we we
2: all know she was like definitely coded as lesbian. <laughs> like she is like the stern no, yeah, lesbian. You're right. yeah, no you're, you're
3: totally right. yeah. she but she fucking uh she like trains them and tries to keep them on track or whatever because like you said, anytime Octavia Spencers around <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, she reverts to Melissa McCarthy brain. And so this character is like there to like guide them along and she immediately betrays them. And they don't even and they don't even like in most movies where someone betrays you, you kind of learn why. And that's like part of the reveal is why they betrayed you, but not here when they find out she did, the daughter, the Octavia Spencer's daughter, I think, is the one who says it. She's like, uh, "Yeah, she ratted on us. Uh, he probably paid her." And then they just keep going. And it's like you don't even have the fucking time to deign me with an explanation. Well, why
2: don't oh. you know, daughter? Oh, it's because I brained her in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, she her. just fucking
3: <laughs> she killed that bitch. She fucking Trotsky <laughs> that bitch. Holy shit! There is
2: blood <laughs> on my hands, mother, and I have developed super speed now. Because, yeah. Also, uh,
3: that what she doesn't was she taking the treatments in secret or did she just only need to take one really big pill to get super speed (laughs) who cares it doesn't fucking matter now the daughter shows up with super speed and they like resolve it with a very very bland fake out death with Melissa McCarthy taking the bomb because they can't defuse it Mm -hmm. and the daughter can't run away with it because it might be too unstable question mark and so she jumps into a convenient like lake or some shit outside the building and blows up and then you know five minutes later she climbs out she's fine haha we're great she flosses again She fucking (laughs) you know flosses again and then what the fuck happens like the camera pans up and the movie ends like there's not Not even before she throws up all
2: over not AOC she throws up yeah Yeah, that's right that's it I mean like to give people an idea, the third act starts with basically 20 minutes left, and then it's over with about 13 minutes left. Like, it, it's it's not, um, I mean, it, weirdly, it's probably taking us longer to talk about than to actually uh, <laughs> show yeah. people at this point. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's just, I mean, again, it's it's not a good movie. I didn't like the comedy. I didn't like the action. Uh, the chemistry between the cast is all bad. I really kind of wanted to just see the uh, movie that could exist if this was like a tight 90 minutes and it was about just supervillains who have powers and then they're kind of running the city and then they're running into two superheroes that come into the scene Like from their perspective, I think that that probably would have been a much better movie uh, that would take place.
3: Like honestly, that kind of makes me think like um, of a kind of something that I recently got into. That at least I think is like kind of infinitely better in um, at attempting to kind of do what you just said that I feel like could have made this thing so much better. I started watching because I have HBO Max now, so I might as well. I started watching the Harley Quinn show, the animated one. Yeah, man. That, Love show, that fucking show rocks. That it show's is, fucking awesome. It is an
2: amazing deconstruction good? of so many comic book tropes. It, is so it's so good.
3: And it's like, that's the kind of thing you want out of a comic book superhero thing that's not Marvel or DC. Mm-hmm. That's what you want out of something that's not one of the big names is something that deconstructs the tropes of the genre. And it's just like, oh, no, this is just another excuse for Melissa McCarthy to... Be gross and you eat you know, raw chicken. Haha, yeah. Eat
0: fucking raw chicken. Oh my god! I'm, I'm gonna fucking throw up.
3: Let, let's get to the actual like review portion
2: here. About like how many how many trash cans are, are we given this movie? Uh, Griff, do you do you want to go first?
0: Uh, I'd say like three and a half. Uh, you know, like it was. It didn't. It didn't quite uh, warrant the full four. You know, like it was. Sure. Like it, you know, it it wasn't completely like inoffensive. Like you could have it on in the background, but also just like entirely forgettable, entirely unoriginal, just really giving us nothing besides just uh, really gross, uh, gross out humor that had no real point to it. Didn't really have anything to say. Uh, I, I mean, the one the one concept that could be interesting is like political candidates with their own like superhero armies yep like i feel like that that concept like in the sort of you know you know like we're in this sort of long slow decline there's gonna be a lot of breakdown in our political system there's probably going to be local more trend towards like local warlords local like you know like people wielding a lot of power if if shit gets worse um, and you know, that's the sort of psychic manifestation of that to some degree. Yeah. Like, I, I have uh, a feeling yeah.
2: though that like what you're, what you're spitballing here probably will exist within the next five years. House of cards, but a comedy, but everyone has superpowers. Uh, at least. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, Something like that. So like that's, it, it, that was the only thing that was sort of, uh, t- t- like, you know, tickled my interest in an idea to be expanded upon sure Uh, so i'll i'll I'll, I'll give it half a garbage can for that (laughs) i'll 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 subtract one half garbage (laughs) can from from the full (laughs) four uh that it probably should deserve
3: got it got it uh and then ruby being a real gigolo as as i like to call gigolo. it <laughs> jesus oh no, no. no. that's
1: the Did name just... that's the oh, name
0: no. now for him oh no, god god damn it god damn it <laughs> i I'm went far... into the movie
3: planning <laughs> to rate it with garbage cans and i kind of had that mentality going into it and like it's like everything about this movie that's good just makes me think of a different movie or think of ways this movie could like nothing about this movie is worthwhile to me you know mm-hmm. and it's like i if it's if it's not a four right i i'm totally willing to give it the full four because it's like yeah it's sure it's inoffensive it's kind of it's that's the thing though for me a movie that is nothing is not worth anything there's nothing redeeming about it mm-hmm. if yeah i like the crap I liked his little clacky claws. I like Jason Bateman <laughs> in the movie. And I liked one or two of the jokes made me laugh. And then I forgot them. But like, whereas I, you could argue that that kind of saves it from the worst possible rating. The fact that I literally can't remember the jokes, the only ones I can remember are a vis like a visual gag. There's it's it's pure nothingness. This movie, as soon as we're done recording, this movie's out of my brain. It doesn't exist anymore.
0: Th- this movie's not real. I'm a Thunder Force yeah. truther. They, yeah, it's a fucking might as well become one. Like it doesn't fucking exist. It is just empty. It's empty.
3: It's an empty vehicle for her to pursue her fucking chicken fetish, and that's it. Like it's it's, it's, it's an easy four garbage cans for me. Like it's nothing it's not worth it's not worth half a garbage can because it's just there's nothing about it. If it was a bad movie. I wouldn't give it four garbage cans because, like, if it was bad enough to be entertaining, I'd still be entertained. But I wasn't. I was just pissed sure. off. Sure, I
2: mean, I I personally gave this movie three garbage cans. But you know, my, my rubric was is that um they they got a cowardly three because they didn't even try and swing big uh, like. As I've mentioned before, a film like Southland Tales, I'll give it like four out of four garbage cans because it is like a trash movie. But by God, it had big swing. So I actually like it. This is like three garbage cans. Nothing redeemable about it. It's just generic, bland, four quadrant soy. I mean, it's like raw chicken soy, basically, I guess, (laughs) is what it is to me. Just three big old garbage cans full of that, in my opinion. yeah it's not great it's not great uh so the the last question here the it's a segment that i'm still workshopping a little bit before we get to plugs uh the question is was the runtime worth it because in my opinion no it was not 106 minutes long easily could have been 90 minutes maybe even like 85 minutes uh what what did y'all think about this
0: uh this movie should have been zero minutes (laughs) i'm gonna be real yeah like yeah 106 minutes on this thing unconscionable (laughs) no like i
3: i i feel like you know i'm not gonna it doesn't deserve the time it would take me to do the math but like cutting out every joke that lingered cutting five or ten seconds off of each one would shave half an hour off this fucking movie yeah easy and
2: and i think they know it unfortunately yeah and like it's
3: like It's like, what is this fucking YouTube? You got to hit your 10 minutes for it to make some more money or some shit. Like, what the fuck is this? Why so much of it is like, what is it? Is it incompetence? Because I like on a, on a more serious note, I don't think that's how that would work. (laughs) That a longer runtime on Netflix would mean more revenue. So that aside, what is it? Are you just fucking stupid? Are you just like, Hmm, I, uh, yeah, cut it here. Okay. Then cut it here. And then we're done. Like, what what the, what the <gasps> fuck is going on? That's it's like like like, like, like terminal mediocrity, like yeah, like <laughs> seriously. Veg it's a movie in a vegetative state. Yeah.
2: Yep, it is that's it.
3: fucking nothing.
2: Ah, good, good times, good summation of this movie. I'm glad that we all definitely enjoyed it and didn't at all regret doing this. That's the important thing. Oh no, I don't yeah. regret
3: it at all because
0: it fucking got me on here. If ah, there was an actual
3: good movie, you wouldn't have a dead week to put me on.
0: So I'm all for it. Are you kidding me? We gotta, we're we like given your Marvel knowledge, we gotta have you on for the uh, the um, Falcon and Winter Soldier episode. Yeah. Oh no, for
3: sure.
2: I see, I see. Well, that that makes. A lot of sense, but in the in between time, where can people find you, Ruby? What do you got to plug? I'm from Twitter,
3: that's how I was introduced. That's how I'll extraduce yeah. myself because, <laughs> like, I don't I have ideas for stuff I want to do, but none of it's going yet, and probably won't for a little bit. So, you can just find me at Pussy Jihad on twitter that's i i am so fucking proud of that act because i got allegedly suspended again from my pussy crusade and i was like well that was so good i don't what do i obviously i take it i take the next step and
0: shut that's (laughs) that's such a good handle like how is that not taken already (laughs) (laughs) no i i fucking i nabbed a good one for sure yeah it's very very
3: memorable
2: uh grift what about you what have you got uh going on in your world
0: uh i i put out a shirt uh a a, a sweatshop, uh shirt yesterday yes in in, in the font boss. in the in like the live laugh love font um it just sort of uh making fun of that cato institute ridiculous uh id poll shit uh it's just it's just funny that like even the most like right-wing libertarian think tank knows that uh, uh, dropping a, in a narrative about how sweatshops are empowering to women is a good engagement grift. Like you, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta respect it. Um, it doesn't feel real. It, that
3: fucking tweet doesn't feel real. I saw everybody like my, my rundown with Twitter, uh, the way Twitter always works for me is I see everyone's jokes about it. And then I see, you know, the fucking thing they're joking about. And it's usually grift. I see like your 10 tweets about it that at various stages of workshopping. And I'm like, "Whoa, what what stupid shit happened today? Oh, OK, some <laughs> fucking idiot said sweatshops are fucking girl boss. <laughs> I'm so mad that they we can't get the girl boss Dorner. Like, so close.
0: Oh, yeah. I need to I need to um like cause I put the I put the pink shirts out there and then I went to the page and it said it was unavailable. And then I'm like, fuck, that must mean they're sold out it's bullshit because you can't you can't tell before you add the colors whether they're sold out or not um i gotta i gotta take it up with my supplier but and uh, like i i gotta i gotta figure out how to as soon as the pink comes back into stock i gotta i gotta put those out because it's it's too good like there's there's a lot there's so many so many merchandising opportunities this summer uh the the Griff Shop, uh, the 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 presses are rolling. Uh, it's it, we're gonna we're 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 gonna have a lot of fun this year. It's a Griff Shop summer. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Like uh, you don't want to participate in white boy summer, uh, no, you, shop yeah, you, summer. You don't want
3: the baggage yeah. of the abuser. You can yeah. get the baggage of the grifter.
0: You can get the man who works. <laughs> no, you can secure the baggage. baggage. There you go.
1: There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like yeah, it.
0: Uh, the, the the guy the guy who's been canceled by basically every section of Twitter at one point or the other, but is is still here to live to tell the tale. <laughs> That's what it's all about.
2: Survival. That's uh, It's adaption. I've somehow managed to thread the needle. That's what you have all the people in your sweatshop doing, too. So that that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so I guess if uh, any of the... Good God, I can't believe I'm about to say this. If any of the gigalos... Yes!
1: (laughs) Yeah,
3: that's what you're all fucking called now. Anybody Uh, who watches this is a fucking gigalo. You're going to like it. You're going to call yourself that. we're going to have Giggolo conventions we're going to come together we're going to be a real (laughs) loving community it's it's great that's my contribution that's my legacy thank you
2: thank you Ruby again uh, as the lore of the show continues to evolve you know it's a smoother operation and then more tangents like this so thank you this has been an incredible experience Uh, for anyone who is wondering you can follow the show on Twitter and letterboxed at Podcast. and then if you want to follow me i'm on tiktok at sex confetti because that that's now how i'm just going to tell people to uh uh Navigate with me, because I can build her DMs there so effectively. It's it's a beautiful thing. Uh, I it's, mean, it's that's, truly wonderful. That, that,
0: that's also where you're clouded now,
2: too. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, it yeah. is bizarre. It yeah. is bizarre. I'm now at like twenty eight thousand followers over there, so uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. We
0: we need uh, to talk griffs, TikTok griffs, because this is too good an opportunity to pass up. We'll make something happen,
2: but in the meantime, let's all go ahead and say goodbye. Goodbye. Please, deuces you <laughs>